Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. Well, God bless you. It's always a joy to come into your homes. We love you. We know God has great things in store. If you're ever in our area, please stop by and be a part of one of our services. I promise you, we'll make you feel right at home. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks again for coming out today as well. I like to start with something funny. And I heard about this kindergarten teacher. She was wanting to explain to her students about self-esteem. She said to her class, anyone who feels like you're dumb, please stand up. She knew nobody would stand up. She'd make the case how nobody is dumb. But about that time, little Johnny stood up. She thought, oh no, now what am I going to say? And she looked at him and said, now Johnny, do you really feel like you're dumb? He said, no ma'am, I just hate to see you standing there all by yourself. (laughs) All right, hold up your Bible. Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about how God has the right people in your future. God is a strategic God. He has laid out an exact plan for our lives down to the smallest details. God knows the people you're going to need to fulfill your destiny. He knows who's going to need to give you a good break and who's going to need to put in a good word for you. When someone is going to need to be there to help you out of a difficult time, God has it all figured out. He's not vague and approximate. God is orchestrating our lives down to the very second, causing us to be at the right place at the right time so we can meet the right people that he's ordained before the foundation of the world. I can look back over my life and see time and time again where God directed my steps down to the exact moment. If I had been 10 seconds earlier or 10 seconds later, I would have missed an opportunity. One Sunday morning, years ago, I was in the front lobby of the old church running up the stairs to the television department. The service was about to start and I was in a big hurry. The stairs had a railing that overlooked the front lobby. And just as I was about to turn and go into this closed off area, a man walked through the lobby that I had not seen in many years. He hollered up to me, Joel, my cousin has a construction permit for a full power television station. He'd like to talk to you. Our paths crossed for maybe 10 seconds. But when he said that, something leaped on the inside. I knew it was for me. Long story short, the ministry put the station on the air. We ended up selling the station for a significant profit that was very instrumental in us renovating this facility. But if I had been five seconds earlier, I'd already been up the stairs. If he had been five seconds later, if he had stopped by the water fountain to get a drink, our paths would not have crossed. What am I saying? God knows where you need to be to see your dreams come to pass. God knows the people that have information that will propel you to your destiny. As long as you stay in faith, God will have you at the right place, at the right time, 
and he'll bring the right people across your path. Victoria and I were on a certain national talk show quite a few times over the years. Recently, that man retired from the show and another gentleman took over. I was walking downtown in New York and I saw this big billboard advertising the new show with this man's picture on it. And just in passing, I said to Victoria, I wonder if this new man will ever invite us to be on his program like the other man did. Didn't think much about it. 15 second conversation, moved on. Four hours later, Victoria came running into the hotel room. She was so excited. She had been downstairs in the lobby. She said, Joel, you'll never believe who I just met. It was this man from the new program. And this is not like Victoria, but she ran over to him, shook his hand and said, hi, I'm Victoria Osteen. My husband, Joel, and I were just talking about you earlier today. He said, wow, that's great because I'd love to have you guys on my new program. Friends, God has it all lined up. There are 6 billion people on the planet. What are the chances of he and Victoria meeting up like that? That's God directing our steps down to the very second. God knows how to get you to the people that have opportunity. He knows how to connect you with people that'll show you favor, people that will use their influence to open new doors. In the scripture, there was a lady that had a son that got sick and he died. She was a friend of the prophet Elisha. Elisha came to her home, prayed for the little boy, and he came back to life. It's one of the great miracles in the Bible. Later, there was a famine in the land and The lady had to leave her home, leave her property, and move to the land of the Philistines. Years went by and the famine was over. This lady decided to go back to her home there in Israel. But when she got there, somebody was living in her house. Farming her property wasn't right. She went to see the king. He had the power to correct things. She didn't know what the king would think. After all, she'd been gone for a long time. He could have said, too bad, you lost your rights when you left. Don't bother me, it's not my problem, it's yours. He could have been uninterested. But it just so happened there was a man there with the king by the name of Gehazi. Gehazi was Elisha's main assistant, his right-hand man. The king asked Gehazi to tell him some stories about the miracles that Elisha had performed. Gehazi started telling this story about the woman that had a son that was sick. He died and Elisha prayed and he came back to life. In 2 Kings chapter 8, verse 5, it says at that very moment as he was telling the story, the mother walked in to talk to the king about her property. If she had walked in a day earlier, wouldn't have done any good. She had walked in an hour earlier, still nothing. She walked in right on cue. Just like a director was watching the play that knew the script and was saying, don't go just yet. Wait another moment. Let him tell the climax. Let him tell the miracle. Now go. She walked in at the most impactful time. When Gehazi saw her coming through the doors, he nearly passed out. He said, King, that's the woman I'm talking about right there. It was her son. The king looked at her and said, are you the one? She said, yes, I am. She went on to tell about her dilemma of her home and her property. The king looked at his assistant and said, you make sure she gets her home back, her property back, plus all the funds that were made off that land while she was gone. Friends, when God puts in a good word for you, it's going to be exceedingly abundantly above and beyond. 
But think about it. Elisha performed a lot of miracles. Gehazi could have told about the time Elisha prayed and contaminated water was made pure or the time God blinded the enemies and they didn't recognize Elisha. There were plenty of other choices, but it just so happened he told about this mother that was on her way to see the king. That's the hand of God orchestrating it all. When you go out this week, you need to have this confidence that you are not alone. The creator of the universe is directing your steps. When you go into that business meeting, when you go into the classroom, when you go for the job interview, don't be intimidated. God has already lined up the right people to put in a good word for you. I had a man tell me a few weeks ago how he was really hoping to get this big contract. He worked in heavy equipment sales and he went to meet the owner of this very large company. He walked into the meeting very nervous, very uptight. The owner smiled and said, my wife said to tell you hello. You and her went to high school together. She said she always liked you. And she told me before I left the house, you make sure you're good to him. And he was, he gave him that contract. And I want you to have this same assurance that God has it all lined up for you. You don't have to worry about your future. You don't have to try to make things happen in your own strength. You can go through the day in peace. God knows exactly what you need. In your future, he's already lined up the right people, the right breaks, the good words you're going to need. Down to the second, down to the exact moment, like that woman, God will cause you to come in on cue. And if for some reason it doesn't work out, you didn't get the contract, the door didn't open up, don't get all discouraged. Don't get depressed. That just means God has something better in store. It means he's got a bigger opportunity in your future. Listen, if God wants you to have the contract, you're going to have the contract. If God wants you to be promoted, all the forces of darkness cannot stop you. You will be promoted. Well, you say, Joel, if I could just get this one person to like me, if I could convince them to put in a good word for me, then maybe I'd get promoted. Now, listen, you don't have to make this happen in your own strength, playing up to people, letting them control and manipulate you. Now, just stay true to who you are. Be your best each day and God will take care of the rest. God will get you to where you're supposed to be. When we were trying to acquire this facility, the former compact center, there was one man that I really wanted to get on our team. We had to have the Houston City Council members to vote for us. This was a city-owned facility. This one man knew all the people in the city. He was very influential. I thought if we could just get him on board, then surely we would get the votes that we needed. I called and called, but for some reason he wouldn't call me back. I knew friends that knew him and they put in a good word for me. Still nothing. One point we got word back that this man was not only not for us, but he was actively against us. He wasn't in neutral. He was on the opposing team. At that point, I realized I can't make this happen in my own strength. I quit trying to manipulate things and trying to convince everybody. And I said, God, it's in your hands. I know you've already got the right people lined up. I know you've already got it figured out. So God, I'm just going to stay in that place of peace. We needed 10 votes from the city council members. And two days before the main vote, we only had nine. But a young Jewish council member that had been against us for two years suddenly changed his mind and voted for us. And it was his vote that gave us the victory. 
He told me later, Joel, you were very persuasive, but you were not the reason that I changed my mind. He went on to tell about this elderly Jewish lady that called him out of the blue. He hadn't spoken to her in over 20 years, but he had great respect for her. He grew up with her. And she told him in no uncertain terms he was to vote for Lakewood having the compact center. He said it was her phone call that changed my mind. I couldn't have made that happen in my own strength, but God already had somebody lined up that could make it happen. The amazing thing is I didn't know the woman, still don't. Never talked to her, never asked her to call. That's the hand of God orchestrating it all. God has it all figured out. Now, I'm asking you to quit worrying about your future. Quit worrying about who you're going to meet. Quit being frustrated because somebody's not on your team. Don't do like I did and think you have to have one person or you can't accomplish what God's put in your heart. No, the scripture tells us it's not by our might, not by our power, but it's by the spirit of the living God. Let me tell you, God's already lined up the right people to call when you need it. He's already lined up the Gehazi's to put in a good word for you. He's already got your high school classmate married to the right person. God's got every page of your life written in his book. In other words, God doesn't say just go down there on planet earth and live for 80, 90, 100 years and then come up to be in heaven with me. No, God has already planned out every detail of your life down to the very second. Think about our solar system the way that it rotates. Scientists tell us that every year it's exactly on time down to the millisecond. Day after day, year after year, hundreds of years from now, if the Lord tarries, it will still be precise. That's because our God is not an approximate God. He's an exact God, a detailed God, a precise God. He has planned out your life not by the years or the months or the days, but down to the very second. In your future, he has marked moments where time and eternity are going to come together and you'll meet the person of your dreams. You'll be at the right place and you'll get the break you need. A lady out of the blue will make a phone call and a dream will come together. You'll meet somebody on the streets like Victoria and a new door of opportunity opens. Those are marked moments that God has already ordained in your future. And I believe some of you, even this week, you're going to step into one of those marked moments. You're going to see the hand of God connecting you with someone that could not have happened in your own strength. Maybe it's a breakthrough in something that you've been praying about but somebody for no reason decided to put in a good word for you. When the city council voted for us to have this facility, a company filed a lawsuit to try to keep us from moving in. They said that we violated the deed restrictions. They owned most of the property around the facility. And we fought that battle for a year and a half, but they weren't about to budge. Our attorneys told us it could be tied up in the court systems easily for 10 years. I'd already presented the vision to the church, already raised funds for it. Thought, wow, this doesn't work out. I'm going to look like a fool. I'm going to have to give those funds back. One day, the other side called and said that their CEO wanted to fly in from another city and meet with us. Our attorneys told us, no, that's just a ploy. It's a distraction to try to get us off course. But I said, no, I'd like to meet with the man. I walked in the meeting. The CEO looked at me and said, Joel, 
my wife and I watch you on television each week. We really enjoy you. And we have a son-in-law that's a youth pastor. I didn't say anything, but on the inside, I was jumping up and down. I knew everything was going to be all right. Sure enough, 24 hours later, we had an agreement and the building was ours. Friends, God has the right people lined up for you. I couldn't have made that happen in my own strength. But the good news is we're not on our own. We have a strategic God, a detailed God. He knows what you need and who you need and where they need to show up and when they need to be there down to the very second. It's very freeing when you realize God is in control. You don't have to worry. You don't have to try to make things happen. If you will just honor God with your life, his divine plan will unfold. The right people will show up. The right breaks will be there. You will walk in to your moments of favor. That's what happened to a young lady in the scripture by the name of Ruth. Ruth had just gone through a great disappointment. Her husband was killed in a battle. Future didn't look very bright for her. She moved to another city with her mother-in-law, Naomi. But instead of sitting around saying, poor old me in self-pity, Ruth reached out and helped to take care of Naomi. Not only that, she got up every morning very early and went out into the fields and gathered up the leftover wheat that the reapers had missed. One day, the owner of that field noticed Ruth. His name was Boaz. He noticed how beautiful she was and what a hard worker she was. What's interesting is Ruth didn't know anybody was watching her. She didn't even know who Boaz was. Many of you today, you don't realize it, but somebody has their eyes on you. A supervisor is noticing your excellence. A manager is noticing your character. A friend is noticing your faithfulness. You single people, you may think there's nobody to meet, but you don't know who God's about to bring into your life. You don't know who has their eyes on you. Long story short, Ruth and Boaz fell in love and ended up getting married. Now Ruth didn't work in the field anymore. She owned the field. And like Ruth, you may have gone through a difficult time, but let me tell you, God has another Boaz out there. God has already lined up somebody to notice you, somebody to befriend you, somebody to promote you, somebody to make your life more fulfilled. That disappointment was not the end. It's a new beginning. It may have been a setback, but God's already lined up the right people to help you come back. The mother of Moses understood this principle. When Moses was born, the king ordered all the male babies to be killed. You can imagine how devastated this mother must have been. She could have easily given up, but instead she chose to believe that God was still in control. She put Moses into a little basket and sent him down the Nile River. And it just so happened that Pharaoh's daughter was out taking a bath at the right place at the right time. She heard the cries coming from the basket. She opened it up and saw baby Moses and fell in love with the boy. She was so excited. She said, I'm going to take him as my own. She looked at her maids and said, we need to find somebody that can nurse the baby. One of the maids said, I know just who to get. She went and found who? Moses' mother. Moses' mother was not only able to raise her son, but she got paid for doing it on top of that. Only God could orchestrate all of that. What am I saying? Even in loss, in heartache, in disappointment, 
God still has the right people lined up. God's not only directing your steps, but he has strategically placed other people to be there for you in your time of need. I think about David. One time he and his men were out protecting the borders of Israel. When they came home, they discovered their city of Ziglag had been attacked by the Amalekites. The homes were burned down. Their wives and children were kidnapped. David prayed and asked God what to do. God said, you go attack and you will recover all. David and his men, they set out, but they didn't really know where the Amalekites were. But at one point, they came across a foreigner laying in the fields. He had been sick. They gave him some food, nursed him back to health. And David asked, who are you? He said, I'm a slave of the Amalekites. They just attacked the city of Ziglag, but I was too sick and couldn't travel. So my master left me behind. David said, that's good. So you can lead us to the Amalekites. He said, I will if you'll protect me. That young man led David to the Amalekites and he defeated them, got their wives and children back, recovered everything that was stolen. But if that young man had not been there, David might not have ever found the Amalekites. It wasn't a coincidence that he got sick and had to be left behind. That was the hand of Almighty God. In your times of difficulty, God will always have the right people there to help you make it through. When you don't know what to do, God will have somebody there to give you inside information. See, here's the key. God's not just in control of your life. He's even in control of your enemies. He can cause them to be at the right place at the right time to work for your advantage. The other day, I was in another city in the airport in line for security. And it was a couple hundred people long and we'd been waiting in the line for 15 minutes and we were about halfway through when I realized I left my cell phone in the car that dropped us off. My friend Johnny called the driver and he said he would come right back. But we'd already gone through part of security and I knew Johnny was willing to go get my phone, but he couldn't just leave. He'd have to get permission. Plus, if he went out there and had to come wait through the line, he would never make the flight. So I said, Johnny, just hang on. Let's see if somebody might help us. There were all these security agents around in their blue uniforms, but they were very busy. Over the next few minutes, from time to time, one would walk by and I was looking for the right opportunity, but it just seemed like they were preoccupied. And several times, Johnny started to get out of the line and explain our situation, but the security agent would walk away just like it wasn't meant to be. We were getting very close to the front of the line where you go through the metal detectors. And so if we're going to do something, we had to do it quickly. And there were three main lines. We were in this inside line. And at one point, a security agent walked through the door. And I thought, well, go, Johnny. There's a good one to talk to. But Johnny got caught behind me. And all of a sudden, there was a break in those two lines, just like the Red Sea was opening up. And I wasn't even planning on doing this, but I found myself walking through that break right up to the security agent. His eyes got this big. I thought he either likes me or I'm in trouble. He said, I can't believe you're standing here. I still didn't know if it's good or bad. And he said, my wife and I love you. We watch you every week. I said, I love you too. And I said, I need your help. Friends, God has the right people lined up for you. He knows how to move things out of the way. He has divine connections. People he's already lined up before the foundation of the world to be there in your time of need. 
wasn't a coincidence that those two lines opened up. It wasn't a lucky break that the men knew me and liked me. That was the hand of God. He told Johnny, you come with me. He escorted him all the way to the front of the airport, got the phone, brought him back, didn't just put him in line where he was, took him to the very front, moved people out of the way, took him through like he was a world leader. <laughs> Johnny told me later, I could get used to this. And, and I asked Johnny if he got his name. So we could send him a thank you note, send him a book or something like that. He said, no, it's the strangest thing. When I got my bags from the security machine, I looked up to thank him, but he wasn't anywhere around. It was like he came into our life on cue, did his business, then went on his way. That's the creator of the universe, orchestrating it all, directing our steps down to the very second so you can fulfill your destiny. We have a friend named Arthur Blessed. He's the man that's walked around the world carrying the cross on his back for over 40 years. And Arthur has a great way of sharing his faith in very unusual places. In fact, most of his time has been spent on the streets. In 1972, during the conflict in Northern Ireland, Billy Graham asked Arthur to take him to the streets so he could visit with the people one-on-one. Mr. Graham's security team was concerned for his safety and wanted to come along, but Arthur said, no, that would be a distraction. He talked Billy Graham into just putting on some sunglasses, putting on a hat so nobody could recognize him. They went to the war-torn streets of Belfast. At one point, Billy Graham started sharing his faith with a man down in the bunkers. He was one of the fighters. Mr. Graham, you know, was very passionate and was doing his best to win him over, but this man got tired of listening. He said, sir, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm just not interested The only minister that ever gets to me is Billy Graham. If I ever talk to him, then I might change my mind. Billy Graham took his hat off, took his sunglasses off, said, hello, I'm Billy Graham. Today is your day of salvation. (laughs) Friends, God is in control. He has already lined up not only the right people for you, but for your loved ones that don't know the Lord. God is orchestrating our steps down to the very second. Quit worrying about your future. Quit worrying about who you're going to meet and how you're going to accomplish your dreams. God has already laid out the right people, people that will come into your life on cue, people to promote you, to befriend you, to be there in a time of need. God has the Boazes, people you don't even know that are watching you. You need to get ready. You're going to start seeing more of these divine connections. You're going to be at the right place at the right time. Like that mother that walked in when Gehazi was telling her story, things are going to fall into place for you. You couldn't have made it happen in your own strength. It was the hand of Almighty God. Now get ready for his favor. Get ready for increase. Let me declare it. Supernatural opportunities are coming your way. Supernatural breakthroughs are in your future. Supernatural connections that will thrust you to your destiny and you will become everything God's created you to be. I declare it and believe it in Jesus' name. If you receive it, can you say amen? Amen. Amen. I know you do. We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He's going to take you places you've never dreamed of. Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. 
Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today. Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired all through the week. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.